from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. 
course, uh, TuneIn Radio app, iHeartRadio app, our digital platforms, NashFM106.1.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans, uh, Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you should be able to find that. Also, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram or our uh, social media platforms. Make sure you check that out. Uh, and, of course, you can uh, check us out tonight, uh, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon uh, at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show is our guest, and he did a great job. If you missed it last night, um, hope you have a chance to check it out tonight. Or, again, it's already up on our social media platforms and also at the WLATV YouTube page. It'll be up on our um our website, ericasher.com, by the end of the weekend. So if you're outside of the WLATV viewing area, uh, good, go to uh, the WLATV uh, YouTube page, or again, you could go to um, uh, our uh, social media platforms and you can pick it up there. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza and, of course, reach for a William Grant product on this Friday as uh, we get ready for the weekend. Henrik's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reiko Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. How about that Henrik's Dep Junior Gin? Uh, huge, uh, huge gathering at the... Uh, uh, Virgin Hotel Pool on uh, Wednesday night. Jason Gitney, Gitney of uh, 92.3, our sister station right here um, uh, at Cumulus, was the uh, master of ceremonies, the MC. George Laureano was there. Scott Craig was one of the celebrity judges. And, of course, they had a bartender um, uh, competition. And uh, talked to George yesterday. It was packed. It was packed. A lot of folks tasting, again, Hendrick's Neptunia Gin, but all part of, again, the Portfolio of William Grant, which includes an all-star lineup and, of course, um, award-winning scotches. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey's Shoulder. Tell them more do Irish Whiskey. Sailor Jerry Rum, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org. Over $200,000 uh, in aid given to um, active military members, uh, retired military members, and their families. So, again, you can give. Uh, and uh, help, again, those that are in need, especially now, uh, insurance premium, necessary home repairs, so much more uh, that uh, the God Foundation helps with. And, of course, every bottle of Sillagery rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. Don't forget about Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon, all part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887, and a proud sponsor of not just our Friday show now, also, again, our Monday show with Hendrick Stemptunia Gin. So we thank George Laureano, the Republic Beverage, our friends over at William Grant, uh, for being a big part of our program, part of our sponsorship of this show. We appreciate it very much. All right, Mike Mazan will join us in just a couple seconds from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Mazano Football Podcast and Blog. He'll be followed at 5.15 by Renee Nato of CrestCitySports.com. Renee was at every Saints uh, minicamp practice uh, and OTA. We'll get his take as they wrap it up and get ready for camp at the end of July. And then Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com is going to join us at 535. Glenn and I will discuss what's happening over at LSU, but also we'll talk about the Saints. He went to a, a few of the minicamp practices. So we'll get his take on that and so much more. Without further ado, let's bring on my longtime friend. Of course, again, you can check him out with uh, Scott Craig, Celebrity Chef on Hot Off the Bench Podcast, his own podcast and blog, something you want to check out as well. Michael Vazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, get in the tunnel. Are, are, are you in a tunnel, Mike? I can barely hear you. 
All right, hold on one second. I got you. How about now? We good? We're we're good, Mike. You sounded like you were in a tunnel. No, it's just that you know we've come so far with technology. We've come just far enough to keep, get ourselves in trouble. Just enough. You got to be enough. positioned just in the right. It's like when we used to have to hold on to the TV antenna and put some tin foil on it and, and hold your right leg up. That's exactly. how I had to get to get in the right direction for the signal for my phone. And usually it was the youngest in the house that had to do that, right? Because the the, the older brothers or sisters would make the youngest do that. Let me well, see, I had, Mike. To stand, I had to stand on my brother's shoulders. Exactly, because if I remember correctly, you are the youngest in your family. That's I never correct. had that problem. I was the oldest. No, no. You got the, you know, what runs downhill. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. No doubt about it. Mike, before we get started, tell the folks about everything you're involved in. Your podcast, the podcast with Scott Craig, and how folks can follow you on social media. At Michael Fazan on Twitter. uh, Hot off the bench with Scott Craig on the podcast app. And Fazan on football on the Anchor app. Beautiful. Mike, uh, I want to start a little bit different today because, again, this broke this week. A lot of people are excited about it. It's all over social media. And, of course, you and I were around. We remember back in 1969 when the Saints took on the Chargers uh, over at Tulane Stadium, and they donned those black helmets. And, of course, Roselle kind of went nuts, said, you you know, you can't break the, the uniform protocol. I think the Saints were fined at that point that they could never use those black helmets again. Uh, for, for my lifetime, I've always seen these black helmets around. But, you know, again, we've only seen it one time, uh, again, utilized on the field. Uh, they will now be used this season. Uh, I'm not sure how many times they're going to use those helmets. Right now they have them on the Color Rush uh, using them with the color rush jerseys, I I prefer black on black on black. You know, I just think the blackout would be would be nice with the black helmets. But nevertheless, a little bit of a change in the uniform for for the Saints and people in the city are excited about it. Your thoughts after you saw the new helmets? Yeah, I think one of those helmets used to be on display at Charlie Saints Bar, huh? Charlie yep, Saints yep. Watching Club. Sure did. You're exactly right. Uh, the, the, the the late yeah. brother Kurtz, by the way. Yeah, brother Kurtz. May he rest in peace. Yeah, um, I like. Uh, I've, I've always wanted them to come back and make an appearance. Um, I, you, uh, you're right. I think those color rest jerseys with the white pants and the white jerseys look better with the gold helmets. But you can incorporate it any way you want. Black goes with anything. Black and gold. Um, you know, I've been. I was. Wanting them to come back, and I'm glad they did. I think it would be an exciting new feature, something different about the same helmet. The, the helmet that's pretty much been the same color scheme since um, that 19 that faithful day in 19 what was it 69, and the preseason game. They won one time in preseason. One time in and preseason. So, it was against yeah. the Chargers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's a little they different. Them at that. And yeah, it's. I mean, ahead, I, I didn't want to. The games used to come on. Remember the preseason games would come on TV the next day. They were replaying. Yep. Yes. And I remember seeing those black helmets, thinking, "Oh wow, this looks great. This looks wonderful." I was excited about it, and then then you didn't, you never saw them again. <laughs> no, they were punished. They were put in the corner. <laughs> they were told yeah. never to be used again. But, uh, Interesting that Atlanta is going to go back to the red helmet. Okay. Uh, for, when, when, for when they use those alternate helmets. And, you know, you mentioned a little different. Uh, it was, uh, I believe it was in the Picayune today that they, they wrote about 
I think it was Jeff Duncan. Uh, actually, actually, it was Jeff Duncan on, on, on Twitter. So let me get that, get that right. Said that they, they were designed by Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton. They're a little bit different. And you mentioned the goal helmet's kind of the same. The only thing that's really kind of changed is the fleur-de-lis. Remember when we were growing up, the fleur-de-lis was big. It was huge. Yeah. Kind of tilted a little bit. And, of course, now they've gone with more of a smaller fleur-de-lis on the gold helmet. Uh, and, of course, the, the black helmets had the big fleur-de-lis on them as well. These don't. Then they have the little small fleur-de-lis that go on the stripe, uh, that, that, that go on the middle of the helmet, uh, which is a little bit different. But, um, look, I, I think people are excited for, you know, when, look, when, when, the, when the NBA comes out uh, with their city uniforms, uh, people get excited about that. I think people really enjoy the color rush uh, uniforms. Again, when they have to, can they wear those alternative uniforms? But the fact that again, the team kind of votes on what uniform they're going to use each each game, uh, you know, gives them a little bit of a of a, of a little in on on what's happening there. And you know, I think you know, change is is good for to a point. I'm a traditionalist. I want to see them in black and gold. I want to see them in the traditional uh, uniforms. But I don't mind change for a couple games here and there. Yeah, from what I understand, I don't think they're going to permanently go to black unless I'm no. misread it. I think they're going to bring them out for different games. You know, just like they they have been doing. The only thing that games haven't done, I mean, they've tried gold shirts. Remember gold jerseys back mm-hmm. when Hazlitt coached? Yep, yep. Uh, for that one game against the Vikings they lost. But um, I just think uh, it would be great just visually. It's a great, you know, change to see it, um, those black helmets, you know, and if you remember back, Eric, that black helmet had a gold for the lead trimmed in white. Yep. And like you said, that stripe going across the middle, it just really looked good. And I think the Cowboys protested because it, it, it was better than their helmet, and they got mad. Yeah, well, so they told <laughs> Pete Rozelle, you need to put a stop to this. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but it wouldn't yep. surprise me. Yeah, they, they, they were very stringent back then when it came to uniforms. Uh, again, oh they didn't God. want any diversion from the uniforms at all back yeah. in the 60s. Again, what you had is what you had. Most of the NFL kept their traditional uniforms for decades and decades. Some going back to the inception of, of the NFL in some form or fashion, okay? Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, look, I, I think it's a nice little change of pace. And I think the city's kind of excited about it right now. Uh, and, look, you're going to sell merchandise. For the NFL, that's that's part and parcel of this. You know, now all you got to remember is again, if you're the quarterback, you're throwing to the guys in the black helmets on that on that day, not gold helmets. Yeah, right. And well, the thing about it is, um, you know, as was as forward thinking as Pete Rozelle was, you would he never got the merchandising end of it. I guess. I mean. Um, you know, the NFL have realized that the more color schemes and uni- uniforms, you know, sequences you can use, uh, the better for merchandising. So, well, look I at like Oregon it. and Nike. I mean, yeah. they change it almost every time you turn around, right? Oregon has a different uniform for each game. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, so you know, there's there's that. Look, I mean, like I said, I'm a little bit of a traditionalist. I like to I like to see them in 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 the traditional uniforms, but I don't mind the change. I don't mind the change uh-huh. at all. And just like I don't mind the change with the Pelicans, you know, although, again, I wasn't a real big fan of the city uniforms this year. A lot of people were. 
I think that, again, when you get those city uniforms, I, I want to see something, again, that just has some, some pop to it. Uh, that, you know, that maybe, again, also encompasses, you know, something about the city. We've seen, you know, the Roth Iron um, uh, uh, railings on, on some of those jerseys in the past. Something about, you know, the purple, green, and gold is, is, is a nice touch because of Mardi Gras and the, and the old jazz, et cetera. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm one that likes to see the regular uniforms on, on week in, week out. But I don't mind the change every now and then. No, I agree. I mean, I'm a traditionalist. But um, no, I don't mind the change every now and then. And you know how it is; they start winning. I mean, it's kind of like uh, we've seen it before, right? You still, you, well, the Saints went on that winning streak with with uh, which, which uniforms were they using? Uh, the the jersey, I think it was they were, they were all black, weren't they, for a while there? And then it seemed like every game they were they, the, the players were choosing to wear black for a while there. You know, but yeah, um, and I think it would have been even better if they threw out the black helmets back then. Just oh. total blackout. I mean, total blackout. Nice. Exactly, yeah. and, and I that's you looked, know again. Yeah, and I was just weird with the all black with the gold helmets. I, I just yeah. I always thought that didn't feel right. It, it it'll be interesting to see again how many times they use it and they change up the again uh, the, the uniform to go with the helmet or, or how they're, how they're going to play it. But again, it's, it's been a big it's been been a big talking uh, point, big talking point there this week uh, uh, since that was um, uh, introduced. Mini camp is over, Mike. When you look at this this team right now, as again they take the uh, the, the five week break before they get back to camp, um, and you look at the roster, any particular position you feel they still need to upgrade uh, before they go into training camp? Well, I mean, listen, I haven't seen, I haven't been to many camps. I've been reading about it. Um, I think positions that probably need just on to paper, upgrade. on paper. You know, on paper, I mean, they've upgraded the wide receiver position. I would look at running back just just as uh, a precaution. If you don't know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara, <clears throat> uh, left tackle, we don't know what's going on out there. They drafted a, a tackle. I don't know if he's going to be the starter or, or Hurst, but if 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 Henning Penning's the starter, you're going to have a rookie starting at left tackle with Jameis Winston coming off an ACL. So he better be good. And um, I would think, I mean, defensive line, I mean, I don't know. Um, defense is pretty solid. I think they actually improved the defense overall. They improved the offensive skill set overall. Um, so, I mean, I'm not, I can't sit here and say they have no weaknesses. I'm sure they have something. I mean, they're not, you know, the best team on paper in the NFL, but I think they're pretty solid at each position. Tight end, you know, we still have a question mark with that, even though the rookie free agent, you know, everything I read about him, he did well in minicamp. The rookie free agent. Talking about Lewis Crow? Yeah, and so, um, to me, that would probably be the most glaring uh, position that needs to be upgraded. To me, it's running back. I think it's pretty, you know, again, whether, whether Kamara's going to be uh, available for, for all 17 games or not. They've got to upgrade that. They brought David Johnson in this week. We'll see again if he's going to be offered a contract uh, to go to camp with the team. Um, you look at the linebacker position, they brought in Joe Schobert, uh, former Pittsburgh, former Cleveland linebacker. A lot of us would like to see Quan back. They, they, they need some help there in terms of depth, quality depth, veteran depth. I think, I think they're fine, really, when you start looking at the secondary, you know, uh, well, both, again, the uh, both the safety and, and the cornerback position. 
And look, some some think that again they need help along the defensive line. I'm not one of those. I mean, I think they've they're what they've got to do is they've got to get guys on the field, guys they got they got to play, they got to play up to their capability. Uh, I like the addition of Street. I really think he's going to help on the inside. Um, and, and of course, Passanio comes back this year. Uh, he had a nice year until he got injured last year. And you got to get something out of Turner and Davenport. Of course, the the story this week of Davenport having shoulder surgery and having his pinky finger, uh, part of his pinky finger amputated uh, after an infection uh, set in after there was a plate that was, um, uh, that was uh, 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 I guess, um, uh, uh, pulled away uh, within the finger. And, of course, that's something he's had to deal with. Um, but, again, defensively, I think, they're, I think they're fine. Offense, I think you can make a little bit of a case for the guard position because of the unknown. Ruiz had a bad year last year. Uh, Pete has been often injured. Um, and also the fact with Pete is he doesn't have Armstead next to him anymore. He's going to be dealing with either Hurst or Penny. Um, and, you know, so how does that play out? But, um, you know, you've got Throckmorton there. Um, Sinio Calamente worked out for the team this, this past week. We don't know if he's going to ultimately get a contract uh, extended to him. You remember they lost Will Clapp to the Chargers in free agency, which is one of their guys that can swing back and forth on, at the guard position. So maybe the guard position, but, you know, if those guys come out and play up to their capability, uh, it'll be interesting to see again how things play out. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, um, maybe maybe Ruiz sets his game up, you know, after a couple of seasons. And maybe, uh, you know, um, they, they bring in Calamante or whoever to solidify that position, but um, that would be, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that would definitely be one that I would have to consider to upgrade. Well, I, I think it was Sean that brought it up this week, you know, I mean, when you and I had him on the program, that that might be one of the question marks, you know, going forward. Uh, it was either Sean or, uh, or Larry Holder. Again, everything kind of pulls together when, you, when, you, when you're doing a show like this on a daily basis, but uh, I, I mean, I'm a, I, I think they're going to be okay. Okay, I think Ruiz will play better with Ramshack next to him and, and McCoy. The question is what's going to happen at the, at the other tack. I, I've always felt, look, Mike, you, I'm a guy that thinks that and has felt like, I guess, Pete has, Pete has had his, his moments, but I think he's really good in the run. Um, you look at Jameis right now, you know, he's not a guy that has to, has to you know, step up in the pocket, right, like Breeze did. So maybe he's a he's a guy. I don't want to say he's mobile because he's not that mobile, but he can he can make time with his feet. So well, you know we'll see how it kind of plays out with it. But you know I mean at one time you know it was Pete Peebles thought to be one of the top guards in the NFL. Pro Football Focus had him had him as one of the top guards in the NFL, uh, but he's been often injured. And look at, at times he's been a, he's been an issue on you know on, on why on why Breeze got injured again by whiffing on 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 teams on, on teams defensive tackles you know especially when when again they're um, who was it the, was it the Rams that that well, a few years back that moved their defensive ends inside and he just couldn't handle it yeah i mean uh i remember all of those i remember Aaron Donald him whiffing on Aaron Donald and we and the Saints lost Breeze for four or five weeks because of the thumb injury, so um, so the guards, when they're you know especially Pete, he's solid, and but when he's bad, when he makes that one bad play, it can be catastrophic. That's and so Ruiz right. blew the block to get Breeze hurt to sack the next year. So yeah, I mean, I think they'll be okay, 
But I would definitely, yeah, I would definitely think that the inside has to be stronger in the offensive line because, you know, that's the key with any pass rush. I mean, right. edge is nice. Up the middle. you got to have pass rush up the middle. Yep, for sure. Let's, let's grab a call here. Uh, 260-1061, 504-260-1061. Bo is in Kenner. Bo, welcome. You're on the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. How are you, Bo? Happy Friday, guys. Same to you, bud. Hey, uh, I think one of the biggest acquisitions was Doug Marone this offseason. Uh, that, Me too. That line was definitely underachie- uh, underachieving his last few years. Uh, we throw bouquets at him, the best line, but I think they kind of under underachieved. Uh, and I'm kind of glad we brought back Doug Marone. And the biggest the biggest question I'm looking at is if can Dennis Allen put the fear of God in Jameis Winston like Sean Payton did? Yeah, he did. When uh, when Winston made a mistake last year, that that's going to be the biggest biggest key uh, as far as the offense goes. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Mike, your thoughts on on both comments. Yeah, I agree with the Doug Marone comment. I mean, he's the one that started it all with the Saints at offensive line when under Peyton. And uh, as far as Jameis Winston, um, I think Sean Peyton and Pete Carmichael may have gotten into his head maybe a little too much. We'll never know because it didn't play out. But I definitely saw him – in the games that he played really, really it's sometimes overthinking uh, to avoid the interception. And so, uh, but it's going to be a challenge because, you know, Pete Carmichael's a a holdover and Dennis Allen coaches the defense. I mean, I'm sure he'll have something to say game day, but, but all of that preparation is going to, You know, it's going to have to be done about Carmichael. And I think um, what I'm just hoping it's not that, you know, Eric, you always say the substitute teacher, how the kids in the class don't behave Mm -hmm. as well. And I've heard a lot about how, ooh, Sean Payton was mean, Sean Payton was strict, Sean Payton was this, was that. Well, he he, he controlled everything. And And it's a lot less stressful around camp. You know, right. we used to hear the same thing about Les Miles after Saban left. Now, I'm not saying Allen's is going to be compared to him, but it's, you know, the athletes, football players especially, when they have that many of them on a team, 50-plus guys, you need to have structure. You can't just let guys run around and do whatever the hell they want. And um, I think Allen knows that because he was a head coach uh, before. So I just don't want to – I would hate to see it go from one of the – what do you call a disciplinarian to a guy that's, quote, unquote, a player's coach. Players coach – players coaches rarely have a long stint of success. Yeah, no, I would agree. Right. I mean, right. let me say this, Bo. Um, as far as the, the Marone goes, I agree 100%. I also would throw Zach Streif in there. Uh, there was a, a report last night, I believe, on Channel 4, where even Marone was saying that what Streif means now uh, to the uh, to, to the offensive line because he's a guy that played the position. And, of course, he's not that far removed from being on the field. Uh, right. Some of those guys, if I'm not mistaken, he played with a couple of those guys. Uh, at least I'm thinking um, 
Uh, Pete and, and Ramshack were, were, were there when, when, um, when Streep was there. Um, and, and then on the flip side, when, when you start talking about Jameis Winston, he's got Andy Dalton behind him. Uh, so, again, if he gets injured or he falters, there's a pretty good backup there with, with again, with Absolutely. NFL experience that could step in. Absolutely. I'll throw another name out there, the acquisition, is the strength and conditioning coach that they got from Alabama. I from mean, Alabama, yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, as far I mean, no, no look, look no further than, uh, you know, offensive line with, with Armstead and all, Pete and all those guys. And uh, what a bullet we dodged with Deshaun Watson because you can't tell me that that guy is going to be you can't tell me that that guy's head level is going to be on par for the yeah. season if he if he gets a chance to play. Right. Uh, It'll you know, be at least you know. a couple of years if if he can come back from this. Uh, I would agree. Right, right. Look, it's a, it, it definitely is a bullet dodger, man. I mean, I'm telling you. Uh, well, again, the fact that, again, that we're not talking about this on a day-in-day basis here. Oh, Instead, we're talking yeah. about a possibility this team maybe being a Super Bowl contender. All right, guys, that's all I got. Thanks, man. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate the all phone right, call. Bye, Mike, let me take a chance here to go ahead and take a break. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. Mike Vazan is my guest all the way until four, until 5. At 5.15, we'll bring on Renee, uh, Renee Nato of ChrisCitySports.com. That'll be followed by Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. Uh, again, uh, Today's program brought to you by William Grant, uh, Independent Family Distillers, and their fine products. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you are looking for a company you can trust. When it comes to repairing your system, Burkhardt is the one. Authorized to service all brands, only doing the work that's necessary. Nate certified technicians, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, only doing the work that's necessary. And, of course, truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. Been doing it over 30 years. Again, look, uh, all, all you got to do is, again, uh, check out their website, uh, some of the comments that have been made by, again, their, their, their customers. I'm a customer uh, for over 30 years, and I can tell you, again, uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust, they'll never gouge you, cheat you. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. Dreamcast Entertainment presents Phenumbula, the Cirque-style extravaganza of the summer. Only at Beau Rivage. It's fun for the whole family. May 28th through June 23rd. Visit BeauRivage.com for tickets. Based on availability, schedule subject to change, plus tax and service fees. Some restrictions may apply. Look out for an accident on 10 eastbound over on the shoulder right at the airline Carrollton exit. Also look out for a stalled vehicle on 10 westbound at Downman. Your delays are going to be solid on 10 westbound from Crowder to Downman. Then delays pick back up 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then delays stretch 10 westbound from City Park to just before the airport. 10 eastbound delays are solid right at the Bonnet Carey Spillway and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from City Park to just before Orleans. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling on the westbound side of the 610, your delays are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City connection, your delays stretch from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. 
along the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway. Your delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday's extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. It is the weekend after all, right? Restock that liquor cabinet. Maybe you're heading out to your favorite spirit store. Reach for a William Grant product. Also, man, again, uh, heading out to grab some dinner at one of our great restaurants. You know, choose one of our fantastic sponsors. And, of course, uh, ask for a William Grant product. Favorite bar? Hey, ask for a William Grant product. Demand William Grant wherever you go. All right, uh, Mike Vazan rejoins us on the program. Uh, Mike, I want to shift gears to, to uh, the LSU Tigers. Uh, Jay Johnson winning 40 games, uh, loses for Dan Fitzgerald uh, to Kansas uh, as their head coach, a guy that came over from Dallas Baptist, was the recruiting coordinator, also, again, um, uh, was the uh, infield coach, third base coach. 
Uh, they have also, again, lost some players to the to the transfer portal. Uh, they, they bring in a, a pitcher from Creighton, who's one of the top pitchers, uh, one of the top pitchers in, in that particular league. Uh, this looks like there's going to be a, a, a fair turnover within this LSU roster this offseason uh, as, as Jay Johnson has a full offseason to kind of rebuild his team. Your thoughts? Uh, the the pitching coach Jason Kelly to he's going to be the head coach of the University of Washington next season. Took that job, so Johnson's going to be having to replace him as well. Um, I mean that's what happens. I mean he he came in and had a, a decent season. I mean he didn't have a lot to work with. I'm talking about the pitching coach, and he he pretty much made lemonade out of lemons. And then the, the recruiting coordinator, I mean, he was at that, that school in Dallas. And, and um, you know, that's what they do. LSU is a team that is a school, like many SEC schools, where you come in, you prove your bones as an assistant, and you get off and head coaching jobs. I think people do that LSU is really overachieved in some aspects compared, when you look at the uh, talent that they had, especially on the pitching, on the pitching side of it. If you're an LSU fan, I think you got to feel pretty good about all about all the coaches. We've been talking about that over the last few weeks, from you know, from Kim Mulkey with the basketball program uh, to Kelly now with the football program. What he's been able to do in a short period of time, McMahon rebuilding the basketball program from scratch, and now and now Johnson getting a chance to be able to do that in the offseason. I think they're in, in pretty good shape there. Uh, so, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how it kind of all plays out when it's said and done. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you need. When, when those schools are coming to your school to get your assistance, that means you, you're you doing a good job. Now, I would have liked to see both those guys stay at LSU at least another season. Um, I mean, you're with us coaching staff for one year and then you move on. To me, that's a little quick, a little too soon, but I get that they wanted to jump on it, and especially Kelly being out from that West Coast area. He had, you know, Most of his coaching career has been out there. Uh, so I mean, it, it's kind of a natural for him. I think he was on, he coached for them when they made the College World Series. I think he was their pitching coach, if I'm not mistaken. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I have full confidence that Johnson will bring in some guys to replace the assistants that left. I already heard that the pitching coach for Southern Miss will be his first call, uh, you know, to replace uh, Kelly, which is a good. You know, you can't go wrong now. I mean, I think they had the best ERA in the country, and, I mean, I don't think Southern Miss can pay him what LSU would offer. Yep. And uh, and other, you know, other, they're going to have to get a recruiting coordinator. So I think Jay Johnson will be fine. Uh, like you said, that he already got a transfer of the pitcher from Creighton. I know I heard that he's been uh, hot on that transfer portal trail to get guys in. He's a tireless worker. And so I have every confidence that, that he'll get, you know, he'll get somebody in here uh, to replace those guys. Jay Yeoman's putting his staff together at Tulane after, again, uh, moving up and taking over there. Uh, again, they've uh, uh, Bennett Lee, 
uh, their catcher, their best player, one of the best players on their team, obviously transfers to Wake Forest. So, again, there's a little bit in flux at Tulane right now. There were 15 players in the transfer portal, and one of the reasons why they felt like Yeoman was, was, was going to be moved up, uh, Ullman was going to be moved up, uh, was, again, to be able to try to, to stymie, again, those guys walking. Uh, having Gary Smith on the program yesterday, uh, that there's going to be some losses, but hopefully, again, he'll be able to hold on to most of those players and then, of course, add to it as we look at the transfer portal going forward. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem when you're a, I wouldn't say a mid-major, but let's say you're you're not a, a big five conference school. And so you play for a team like Creighton or Southern Miss or whatever. You wasn't, you're not really highly recruited coming out of high school, but you, you shine when you play, get a chance to play. And then the big schools come calling since the transport portal, portal hit. And, um, yeah, I think promoting – uh, Tulane's coach did it was good to try to stymie some of that, but um, guys are going to transfer regardless. I mean, you know, just with various reasons and situations. So you want to keep that to a minimum, leaving your school, but you want to maximize transfers coming. So uh, you know, it's kind of be, it's going to be a, a balancing act in the future with the with that with that transfer portal. Well, the good news is the NCAA is now going to put in windows where, again, you can transfer and and, and not have to miss a year now. Uh, And and those are going to be tight windows for every single sport. That's something going on right now. Uh, obviously, again, the NIL situation in, in Louisiana changed this week with, the, uh, with again, the governor signing the bill that now allows the uh, university uh, to get involved in, 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 uh, in the, the businesses that will, um, uh, that, that, could get in, that, that want to get involved in NIL for, for the players. That wasn't allowed under Louisiana law. That law was changed this week. So slowly but surely, the NCAA is trying to get a hold on the transfer portal they're trying to get a hold on NIL, but I don't think they. I, I think that's a the the, bar, the 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 horse out the barn on that one. That's going to have to something to be something that the conference is going to have to deal with, in my opinion. But um, at least it looks like the SEC is trying to do something there, and then LSU again and the state schools can now at least be on an even playing field with NIL uh, because of the law that was passed this this in the legislative session and signed by the governor. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm confused about all of that i didn't know you had to have a law to be able to like the state had to have a law to allow that type of thing i, I mean i guess I, I guess it's so but um i mean listen texas knew about it i mean look at it look at a and m and uh, other schools knew about it so um it's good that they changed well they may the have some issues at a and m because they have a supposedly a collective where they again they, they brought together all these businesses um, and and the NCAA is saying collectives are not allowed so we're going to see yeah. how that kind of plays out over the next few months uh, but I mean it's you know according to the quote unquote rules uh, as we were going yeah. into this A and M was following the, the rules to you know and, right. and was able to take advantage of it with that said well, I mean, it, college world go ahead I'm sorry well I was going to say you know and, and Jimbo Fisher coming on TV and saying to his red in the face that a and M didn't buy any players. I guess technically he's right. I mean, the yeah. NIL sponsors are the ones who bought the players, but they did it so A and M would uh, benefit from it. So, you know, but it is. That's yeah, it. I mean, I mean, look, it, it's an issue now that's going to have to be dealt with, um, and you know, we'll figure it out. I mean, you know, some some some. 
programs have it ready, already figured out. Some are still trying to figure it out. Some are never going to be able to compete because they don't have the uh, the deep pockets in their state that other states have. And you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, as far as the SEC goes, you know, you're probably you know you're going to be in a situation where your team's going to be able to compete. To what level it is is going to be is going to be the interesting part. I mean, but once again, you're seeing dominance. So you, you look at the College World Series right now. Four of, of the eight teams come from the A's, A, from the SEC, and if you really want to get technical, they got two more that are there in Texas and Oklahoma. They're going to be in the SEC soon. So, you know, uh, dominant in football, dominant in basketball for the most part. Uh, you know, uh, but definitely dominant in baseball as well. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, like you said, six of the eight teams are, would have been are either SEC or future SEC schools, and so um, you know. I remember at one point when Alabama and LSU made the final, I think the NCAA finagled it to where at least they put all four, all SEC schools in the same bracket so they couldn't play in the final. I don't know if you remember that, but, uh, you know, um, the SEC would have four or five schools and four of them would be on the same side. But, right. um, uh, you know, when Oklahoma and Texas arrived, and like you said, I mean, six out of eight of the teams are from the conference. That's really, really something. That's dominant. Yep, no doubt. Mike, this week uh, we heard more from Zion Williamson uh, at the Dryads YMCA saying he wants to be a pillar of the community. Obviously, he wants to sign a contract. We heard uh, we, we heard uh, David Griffin on the Rusillo um, podcast uh, again say that he that he felt that Zion was a max player, and uh, he sounds a little bit different than maybe he did a while back when when uh, when, when at the end of the season when he thought it was going to be uh, a, a tough negotiation uh, for this contract. Uh, July 1st is the day he can sign the extension if offered. It'll be interesting to see if there will be some protections in there for the team, which I believe there will be, by the way. But but the other part of this is, again, it seems though Zion wants to be here. He's working out here now, and it looks like maybe that, that, that the contract is going to be signed. It, it bodes well for the Pelicans going forward. Oh, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure sure – David Griffin made him put some feelers out to see what other teams' interests were in Zion if they didn't max him. But I, I mean, it's just a no. I mean, it's just what you do in the NBA. I mean, they they invested so much in him that I think they'd have to, uh, especially when you see now how, how healthy he's getting. And once he's healthy, how he, you know, potentially he can play on the floor. So um, yeah, I think that's the. I think it's a good thing. Um, because I think now he's more he's gone up a little bit, much more. He's gotten to the wing of you know some of the guys, and he saw how the Pelicans turned the corner this year as far as winning mm-hmm. into the playoffs and and doing pretty well in the playoffs. Um, you know that I think he wants to be a part of that. And so you know, what's he going to go uh, to the Knicks to the Lakers? I mean, both those teams, you know, one of those teams are really. So well, you got to have something to give up. I mean, first of all, the Lakers have nothing to give up if that was even even on the table. Uh, the Knicks have some some you know assets, but at this point, you're right. I think he saw a, a change in this team. I think that this could be a, a, a contending team uh, in the West, and uh, obviously he wants to jump on board. And the fact that he's working out here, working with his staff, working with the training uh, staff, that again, I think that goes a long way. Mike, we got about three minutes left. I do want to ask you, Golden State over Boston. Uh, uh, they beat Boston on their own on Boston's own floor. It had happened since 1985 when the Lakers did it. Uh, the only time that's happened where they've lost a uh, 
uh, a finals on their own floor. Uh, they just too many turnovers for Boston. And then again, uh, give a lot of credit to, to, to Wiggins and Peyton uh, II, who really stepped up for the Golden State Warriors, uh, along obviously with Clay Thompson, who, who came, came alive uh, late. But give a lot of credit to, to, uh, to Steph Curry, who was the, uh, the MVP, Golden State Warriors champions once again. And I thought Boston was the better team going in. But obviously, again, uh, they were, the, the fact they could, not, they could not control their turnovers, to me, was the death nail for that team. Yeah, and I don't think Golden State wins it without Wiggins, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I mean, you can Curry, of course, and, and Thompson, of course, but, I mean, Wiggins was, was one of those guys that he couldn't be accounted for by the Celtics. And, um, and shoot, going back to the Mavericks series, too. Uh, so, and, but not only did Boston lose on their own floor, but they lost two out of the last three. I mean, Golden State won three in a row. Mm-hmm. Two of them in Boston to win the series. Uh, so I don't know if that's ever happened. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I think the Celtics will be back their first. You know, it's always your first time in the, in the finals after a long drought. Now they know what to expect, and they're a younger team than Golden State, say, on a whole. And I think uh, I think Boston will be back next year. Of course, with Milwaukee, they'll have to contend with them. And, you know, Miami. But, um you know, um, I wanted Boston to win, so I mean, I'm not happy about it. But uh, it's it's just it's crazy that they lost two of the two of the three of the games they lost were at home. I'm just surprised because of the size, and and again, I thought they might have. I thought they had the better team. Okay, but again, when you can put barrages of threes up like like um, uh, like Golden State did. Uh, it, it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to compete at times. Again, it goes to show you that the NBA is changing some, but when you got a team like that that can put three-pointers up uh, in, in a barrage, uh, it, it can definitely change. The, it kind of tells you something about the Pelicans. Look, the same thing uh, with, with only about two minutes left. They've got to find, to me, a, when they look at this, at this draft or, or going forward, they've got to get scores. You've got to get guys that can knock down the three. They've got pretty much everything else you need on this team. They need consistent outside three-point shooters. Trey Murphy may be that guy, but they need another one. And I think I think the Golden State Warriors proved that once again. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, it puts so much pressure on the other team's offense. Yeah. And it's probably why, you know, Curry had a seven-point um, uh, play at one point. Was that a 21-point quarter yesterday? Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, and they were just yeah. knocking down threes. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it puts so much pressure on the other team's offense that that could be why they create turnovers because they're pressing so much. Yep. To have to, uh, you know, to, to keep pace. It's like when the well, I think at one point they had they had uh, they had sixteen turnovers and twelve of those were steals from Golden State. So that tells you something right there. Okay. That, that tells you something, no doubt. Yeah. Mike, we got about a minute and a half left. Tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media. Tell them about, tell them about the podcast uh, and the whole nine yards on the way out. At Michael Bazan on Twitter. Bazan on football on the Anchor app. And out on the bench with Scott Craig and myself on the podcast app. Always fun. Look forward to our conversation each and every week. Look forward to it again next week, my friend. Eric, my brother, always fun, my man. Mike Fazan with us each and every Friday. Hot Off the Bench podcast, Zeno Football podcast, and blog at Michael Fazan on Twitter. All right. You're listening to the William Grant family. It's still his Friday extravaganza. 
Uh, Eric Asher with you till 6. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, even on a weekend. AC breaks down, they'll be there for you, okay? They, they have technicians that are on call. They have a person that works for Burkhardt that answers the phone, okay? Now, you're not getting dispatched to a, to a center where, again, nobody picks up the, the messages. Uh, they'll come out to you and, and get you up and running. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, only doing the work that's necessary. If your AC is not working or you need to upgrade, uh, uh, you need to tune that AC up, or maybe you're looking for an upgrade with a new AC system, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. 
text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get ready for summer vacation now at O'Reilly Auto Parts with up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power, performance, and reliability your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are made to deliver long life and consistent starts. Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You want eight of the Flutonomics? Shira's hand-blown glassware blows right off her store's shelves. Back for more indigo bowls. She needs an inventory manager to help keep her stock on lock. These are 100% borosilicate. Those aren't. Hey, can someone check the temp on the kiln? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the William Grant Independent Family that still lives since 1887. Reach for a William Grant product. Thanks to Mike Mazan for joining us. In the second hour, we'll have Renee Nato and Glenn Gilbo. Stick around, won't you? direct price you're used to divide by 60 and that's your payment it's a smart way to buy keep your money in your pocket and still add that amazing ring band or bracelet to your collection even the upgrade you've been wanting five years zero interest on any purchase only at diamonds direct get all the details at diamondsdirect.com on approved credit uh hey dad cool if i change this They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. So as you graduate and head out into the world, there's only one thing that you need to know. Hi, this is Jamie from Progressive. Yeah, I can talk now. Progressive protects you 24-7. So, tell me what happened. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. Can you give me one second? Um, brush out for every meal. Congratulations and thank you. Sorry about that. I'm back. So tell me about this fender bender. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms. Hi, I'm Matthew Weeks with Cumulus Media, here to remind you that advertising is an investment, not an expense. And of all local media, radio gives you the strongest return on that investment at 10 to 1. And when combined with our groundbreaking, hyper-targeted digital marketing solutions, the results are even better. Call or text me, Matthew Weeks, directly anytime at 504-858-3897 or email matthew.weeks, that's Matthew with two T's, dot weeks with two E's, at cumulus.com, and let's grow your business together.
You want opinions? He's got them. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Number two, Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, on your radio dial. Don't forget, as we tell you each and every day, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Those digital platforms will allow you to take the show with you anywhere. Uh, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com uh, on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find it. Uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And um, we uh, also, if you want to contact me, Eric at EricAsher.com, or uh, you go directly to the to uh, to the uh, uh, to the website, EricAsher.com, and um, there's a way way to just click on uh, uh, the contact page and it'll come directly to me as well uh don't forget about the award-winning inside new orleans sports tonight nine o'clock on pelican 10 o'clock on le 2 a um, um, 2 a.m on the deuce on saturday morning 5 p.m on saturday afternoon on the pelican sports television jordy collada the jordy collada show did a fantastic job with us yesterday love having him on the show he's going to be a regular contributor to our show uh, our radio show and also again he'll be in that rotation about once every six weeks or so on the tv show and he did a great job um I had a complaint from a, a, a viewer that we didn't talk Tulane yesterday. Well, you know, he's from Baton Rouge. He doesn't really cover Tulane. 
Uh, but yet he covers the Saints, LSU. I wanted to get talk to him about NIL, which we did, about the transfer portal, which we were able to do, some of the stuff that's happening in college football right now. We were able to cover all that yesterday, so I hope you get a chance to go check out the program. Uh, we talked about Sean Payton and then, of course, uh, the, the, the uh, supposed uh, possibility of him going to the Miami Dolphins. All that was part of the program. So please check it out at your leisure. Uh, that's the inside. That's inside New Orleans sports. Jordy Collada, my guest this week. Uh, just a couple of minutes away from uh, Renee Nato of CrestCitySports.com, who will join us at 515. Glenn Gilbo, Outkick.com, will join us at 535 this afternoon. And don't forget about our title sponsor on a Friday. So proud to have uh, William Grant, uh, independent uh, uh, distillers, fifth-generation Scottish uh, uh, family distiller as, as our title sponsor on a Friday. Uh, and also on Monday with Hendricks Deptunia Gin. Hendricks Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vada. I, vodka, I tell you all the time, the hottest spirits on the market. Uh, don't listen to me. <laughs> Look, Tales of the Content will be here in just a, about, about six weeks. Or, um, actually, yes, about six weeks or so. Uh, and there will be bartenders from around the world all over this city. Ask them. Okay, ask your favorite bartender. Uh, just, to, again, great flavor profiles, different than any um, gin, tequila, or vodka that you've, that you've tasted. Uh, and, of course, uh, made with the finest ingredients. Uh, get out there and enjoy, again, uh, Henry's Gin Malago Tequila Reka Vodka and that new Hendrick Neptunia Gin, which is, again, a limited edition for you. And then comes the scotches, which, again, William Grant has been renowned for. Uh, Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, all award-winning scotches across the board. And look, as you move up in the portfolio, uh, again, the, the scotches are, are, are just absolutely fantastic, uh, award-winning all the way up and down the board. And then, of course, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second-largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world, uh, followed by, again, our rum portfolio, which is Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, and Sailor Jerry rum. And every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org, with $200,000 in financial aid given out uh, since 2012. And uh, every bottle purchased in Louisiana, push those proceeds, go to the God Foundation, so they can help out active military members, retired military members, and their families when they need help, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs, uh, and especially now coming off multiple hurricanes. Uh, again, and, and, and folks that, you know, again, they've given so much to us by, again, uh, their family members themselves uh, in the military. Uh, this is a way to give back www.gotourtroops.org, or again, better yet, get yourself a bottle of, of Sailor Jerry rum and you get the best of both worlds. Also, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, uh, that is the uh, bourbon portfolio at William Grant, independent family of still since 1887, and a proud sponsor of our uh, of our Friday and Monday shows. All right, uh, this quick uh, rundown. Uh, as mentioned, we were talking to Mike earlier. Golden State Warriors are the new NBA champs. Uh, they beat Boston 4-2. to two. Uh, Like I said, I just thought the turnovers were, were, were the death nail for them. It just seemed like, you know, uh, that that was the, the – if you want to look at the separation between the two teams, I thought it was the fact that Boston could not take care of the ball. And they couldn't keep up with the threes. When, when Golden State had an explosion of threes, it was hard for them, them to keep up with. But, you know, I mentioned it the other day. Um, you know, the second-generation NBA players on, on, the, on, on the Golden State team, it's pretty amazing when you talk about it, you know. The, um, and you, you, look at that, you look at that team and you say to yourself, um, you think about, uh, you know, Dre and, 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 uh, and Clay and, and also uh, uh, 
Steph, and and you say to yourself, okay, you know, th- those those are the three mainstays. But I mean, they've gone through a big time change. Remember, two years ago, they had the worst record in the NBA, uh, and they went out through the draft, a- added players, but also took a took a chance on a lot of guys that you know had some um, had some N- NBA experience. Uh, their pedigree was there. But uh, they they have, they really came into their own. Uh, you know, you look at Andrew Wiggins, what he did. They don't win the they don't win the series with Andrew Wiggins. Um, you know, uh, you look. Otto Porter came in and played well. His dad was in, played in the NBA. Um, uh, Gary Payton the second. I mean, you saw his dad was in the in the stands cutting up. Uh, he was a big part of of again the reason why uh, they they won they won this um, uh, this series. And also, I mean, come on, Clay Thompson. Son of uh, Michael Thompson, Seth Curry, son of Del Curry. I mean, when I look at that roster, I'm seeing the sons of the dad of, 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 of the, the the players that their, their dads played, and I watched their dads when, when when I was coming up. Just pretty amazing, you know. And but um, they came together as a team, and they played well. And um, I think Boston really was again shot themselves in the foot a lot with the, with the turnovers. Congratulations, to the Golden State Warriors, NBA champs out of the Western Conference. They're getting a little bit up in age right now, though. I will say that. Uh, really excited about the Pelicans for next season, especially if they get Zion under contract. Uh, again, uh, stays healthy, works out, expands his game. I think we're looking at a, a, an opportunity for the Pels to be able to move up in the Western Conference, and then that, that's a great, that, that, that would be a great thing for the city as well. All right. Let's head to the guest line. Joining us for the program now, good friend of mine, a guy that's been doing it a long time here in, in, in the city, covering all the local teams, does a great job for CrestedSports.com. Renee Nato is our guest. Renee, welcome to the show. With you, buddy. Hope you're having a good Friday afternoon. I am, Renee. Welcome to the welcome back. And and Renee, I wanted to get you today. I know you're out at mini camp and you know, again, for years and years and years, you've you've you know you've done your columns. You've done you've uh, obviously done you've done talk radio. Been been again guest on television shows. Uh, you're one of the senior members of our uh, of, again the media core, sports media core here. And I just wanted to kind of get your impressions on what you saw in minicamp this year, as opposed to what you've seen in the past uh, under Sean Payton, uh, as opposed to to Dennis Allen. Well, you know, I don't know if you, Eric, I don't know if you see a whole lot different. You know, you do see a little pep in their step. Uh, you know, you have a new coaching staff, and they're going to address things a little bit differently. You know, even to the point where, uh, as minuscule as it may sound, I was talking to James Hurst yesterday, and you know, talking to him about Doug Marone and uh, and, and Zach Streif or, or or the coaches for the offensive line, and that's got to be huge as an offensive lineman. And he said, yes. He said each staff, you know, each uh, coach has their little different thing about him as far as teaching the offensive linemen steps and, and hand placement and different things like that. He said, but, you know, in the case with him specifically, uh, having Marone and Zach Streif is immense because those two guys both play in the NFL, and they can translate their game and their experiences as players uh, to, to the uh, to offensive linemen for the New Orleans Saints now. Uh, Cody Burns is offensive as uh, a wide receiver coach. He took the place of Curtis uh, Johnson, and, uh, you know, he's a young guy. And uh, they, the players seem to like him a lot, and he's very affable. He's very, uh, you know, well-spoken guy, and he's met with the media a couple of times. And, and Cody Burns is a younger guy, and, uh, you know, and, and Dennis Allen, I guess, he just addressed certain areas that he wanted to, um, you know, bring a new voice and maybe some youth, and, uh, and that's one of the areas where Cody Burns is now the wide receivers coach. Uh, Pete Carmichael talking to Adam Troutman this week about how, 
uh, you know, uh, having Pete Carmichael there is is huge, and and it's certainly going to be a easy trans transition from uh, last year to this year for the offensive, uh, um, you know, for the, the offense. And although Troutman and other people have told me that there's going to be a few new wrinkles that they're going to have that may, you know, that the uh, average fan hasn't seen or may not recognize. But uh, I tell you what, Eric, it is, and, and you know, for a person, it is just unbelievable to be back in the locker room, a place we haven't been in three years, and to be able to talk to the players. And uh, it's just back to normal again. And, and uh, you know, it, it seems like three years may not seem like much, but it seems like an eternity. Yeah. Uh, you know, to be able to be, go back again and, and watch practice, which mm-hmm. there was a time we couldn't do that. So uh, at least we get to see it. But you know, I, I tell you, there's there's uh, there's there's a lot of uh, excitement in this team. Uh, talking to certain guys and listening to players talk, uh, there, there's certainly a lot of enthusiasm. And 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 the, and the names to people like the Jarvis Landry's and the guys that were brought in, Tyron Matthew, uh, they certainly bring a lot to the table and will inflict a lot of uh, energy in this team. I'm glad you started with the offensive line because I've had. Um, uh, media members on over the last few weeks, and, and they keep pointing to the guard position when they feel like that, that may be the weakness on this team. Um, I, I did see uh, uh, Doug. Um, I did see the report on Channel Four last night with the questions you asked about uh, about Zach Streif, and, and of course Doug Marone. I mentioned that earlier on the program today. But are, do you have concerns along that offensive line with again a possibility? Well, there's no doubt a new left tackle, and of course now with Pete coming back. Uh, Ruiz coming off a really bad year, and of course Ramshack coming off of an injury. Really, the only mainstay there was McCoy, and he missed he missed the first few games, was well, first six games or so last year as well. You know, I I don't know if I want to use this word concerns. There's there's Offensive tackles in the NFL pro football focus last year. Uh, he had he allowed three sacks. Uh, Hurst, I'm talking about, and was uh, and had four flag four yellow flags last year. So James Hurst can man that left tackle spot if need be. Trevor Penning is going to be brought along slowly, uh, and 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 they make a lot about the left tackle. He's he's ready. He, he's going to Trevor Penning is going to have to transition to the NFL. Uh, he's going to have to change his game a little bit. Uh, he's a physical kind of guy. He always liked to grab the defensive lineman and throw him to the ground. He can't do that anymore in the NFL. He'll be flagged every time he does that. Uh, so he will have to stop doing that, stop that practice. Um, Cesar Ruiz did not have a great uh, 2021, but they, they're going to address it. They, they, I think they'll be fine. They, they know what they need to do. Again, you've got Doug Marone and Zach Streif and people like that who, who have played the game, and they know what they're looking for. They have standards. Uh, and, you know, that's a shame. When I'm at practice, I joke about that, you know, it's the sec- least sexy position. They put the offensive line at the other furthest end of the field where we can't yeah. get to. And, and that's the spot I would like to watch more often. And, um, and you know, anyway, but to answer your question, uh, I don't know if a concern would be a problem. It's something I, I would watch, but I think they got enough people in there that can man that position and, and play well. James Hurst is one of them. Um, you know, I, I just think they'll be all right if they have to. No one has seen much of Landon Young uh, right. in the second year. I think he's a guy that has, has some potential at tackle. I don't know if it's going to be left or right tackle, but, you know, I think he's a guy. Ramchek is certainly the best right tackle in pro football. Injuries took a bite out of him last year. But uh, I, I think the offensive line is be fine. And Eric McCoy is one of the better centers, mm-hmm. I think, in the league. 
Renee, um, I've, I've pointed to running back where I think they, they need some veteran help. I, again, I still think they need some veteran help at the, at, the, at the linebacker position. You know, a lot of people want to see Quan come back. That looks like it's every day that he's not here. That's, that's probably not going to happen. When you look at this roster, are there maybe a, a couple of positions or a position where maybe they need to add something before they go to camp? Uh, you know, again, maybe for, again, just quality depth, if, if for anything else? Well, you know, we won't know until they put the pads on. And the coaches know more about this than – than what we what we have seen, but uh, you know, I talked to Adam Trotman again the other day. That, uh, that tight end position is a position they have to watch. It's not really uh, deep, and I'm not sure if they have the quality there right now that they need. Wide receiver really really stepped up with Michael Thomas coming back and Jarvis Landry addition, <clears throat> um, and 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 Chris Olave coming in. I think he'll be a great addition. Although he's got a learning curve, Chris Olave uh, still has a lot to learn about the NFL. Um, I don't know about linebacker. You know, you basically use two linebackers. Pete Warner really did a great job last year, and, and Demario Davis. He's getting in the twilight. You may have to bring somebody in sometime this year, or maybe draft someone high next year. As as Demario Davis, I mean, he's getting up there in age. I think he's 33 right now, and you don't know how much longer he'll be able to play at the level he's playing at. A guy that probably a lot of people don't don't mention and don't pay much attention to, and I think he'll be a big get will be Contavious Street, defensive tackle that came aboard this offseason for the 49ers. He's not a big guy, 6'2", about 290, but I think his, uh, his leadership, his experience, and I think what he brings to the table, very, very strong, strong, uh, weight-strong guy. Contavious Street, I think, will be a big addition to this defensive line, and I think he's, he'll see some first-team reps at times, and uh, and he's a guy I think that uh, can can you know exploit some mismatches with the offensive line. Again, not a big guy, six two two ninety, but he's uh, he's a reason he's in the NFL. He's good. Your thoughts on Jameis Winston? Uh, he's not not close to being ready. Uh, he's not stepping into his throws. Um, he's he's obviously favoring that knee, and the coaches know that. And I think that he'll um, you know it's going to take him a while to kind of not only get his get himself physically ready, Eric, but you know, is is uh, he's gonna have to really feel like the mental aspect, like he can take a hit, and if he if he feels the pressure, you wonder if he feels pressure, if he'll start to, even though he's keeping his eyes downfield for the receiver, if if his mind may wander to that knee if I take a hit, and it may make him a little jumpy in the in the, uh, in the pocket for a spell. I don't know that. I mean, that's something he'll have to answer. But I tell you what, a guy who really impressed me yesterday, Andy Dalton, they were doing some drills, and I know people are going to say he's not a, a great starting quarterback in the NFL. I think because of injuries to Jameis Winston or maybe he may have a time where he's not as effective as he should be, I think you're going to see Andy Dalton on the field more than people think. Now, I'm not saying he'll be there for half the season, but mm-hmm. I think he'll play more than people expect going into 2022. Andy Dalton uh, has seen a lot. He's been a lot of hollows. He's very intelligent. He made some great throws yesterday. And, you know, he may not have the strongest arm, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but all you need to do is move to change and make the short throws, make the medium throws, and he can do that. And there's a drill where the quarterbacks were throwing into a net, and there was a uh, you know, a little pocket, if you will, about the size of a, of a basketball goal, maybe not even that big. And he was, they were 15, 20, 25 yards away, and they were moving and trying to hit this basket. And Andy Dalton was maybe 
10 out of 10. I mean, he is very accurate. And, again, when you're moving around and, uh, and, and again, throwing into a, a net and, you know, trying to hit the target, uh, you know, Jameis Winston came close a couple of times. Ian Book came close. But Andy Dalton put it right on the mark every time he threw. And that doesn't mean much except that the guy still can throw a football. He's got some accuracy about him. And what he has learned through the years – uh, is just is tough to match. So I think Andy Dalton is a great addition to this team, and I think he's going to wind up paying dividends at some point. I hope Jameis Winston doesn't get hurt, but if he does, Andy Dalton is a guy who will step up. He'll be ready to go. Well, Renee, I'd like to shift gears to Tulane for a moment. Again, uh, this is going to be a big, big, big year for Willie Fritz. What are your thoughts on, on the Greenies as, we, as we're looking at them uh, from a preseason uh, point of view? Well, you know, I, I think that defense will be a whole lot better. They've, they've got some uh, additions. Patrick Jenkins who came over from TCU, a former Eric guy. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, there will be, um, you know, to, to put a, a wins and losses, it, it's hard to say. I think they'll certainly qualify for a bowl this year. They were close. They have a, a really good staff at running back. I mean, they have a, a stable of running backs. Uh, Ashad Clayton comes over from from uh, from Colorado. Uh, Ty J. Spears might be the best running back in the conference, uh, most explosive, and, uh, and, and Cam Carroll. I, I just think that they really have a, a great set of running backs, maybe, maybe the deepest and most talented in the AAC. Uh, you know, Michael Pratt coming back for a third year. I really, really thought that, you know, the season they had, very disappointing that maybe Michael Pratt may exit through the uh, transfer portal and he came back. And that would have been devastating to Tulane's program had, had Pratt left last year and gone somewhere else to play his final year or two in college football. So him coming back is huge. Uh, I just think that the wide receiver position is going to have to step up for Tulane and, uh, but I think the running backs, <clears throat> the offensive line is, is a question mark. Not sure how good they're going to be. They do have more depth at, at, uh, at offensive line than Tulane has had in the last few years. So that's a, that's a plus. How about the LSU Tigers and the Brian Kelly? What, what are you thinking uh, as, as they're um, you know, broke, broke uh, uh, for the, for, before they go to fall camp here with this little bit of, uh, uh, I guess, offseason workout during the summer? You know, I, I think LSU is certainly capable of, of winning, uh, I say, eight and a half games. So you're looking at eight games or maybe nine games and, and possibly, possibly a tenth game. And I say that because who would have thought last year they'd beat Texas A&M? Who would have thought the year before Florida? Uh, you know, LSU has always come up with a big, a big uh, uh, you know, big game at, at, the, at the appropriate time. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen, who's going to be, you know, the starting lineups, but I, I, I really do think Miles Brennan is going to be a starting quarterback when all things said and done in the Superdome against Florida State. That's going to be a big game for LSU, and it's going to be on, I guess, on their home, home turf, if you will, right here at the Superdome, mm-hmm. and that's a great place to start the Brian Kelly era uh, in Louisiana against, uh, you know, a good opponent, Florida State, who a team that does need to win, much like Brian, uh, you know, like UCLA did last year. Uh, I, th- I think UCLA really needed to win, and uh, and, and they won the game. And I, I, Florida State is a team that needs to win this game. So if they play, uh, you know, if, if they lose, you may have to keep an eye on that coaching staff for the Seminoles. Always a pleasure, my friend. Love having you on the program. Uh, well, why don't you let the folks know what you got coming up for us at Credit City Sports. And, and of course, uh, 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 as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much, and I appreciate it. Always great to be with you, buddy. All righty. Uh, it's Renee Nato of CrestCitySports.com, 
And uh, check for all of his articles right there at CrestCitySports.com. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, it's the weekend. A lot of folks have, uh, again, want to get your car serviced on a weekend. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. ASC certified mechanics, uh, again, that, uh, that uh, are uh, uh, experts when it comes to your vehicle. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And, of course, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. If you're looking for a set of tires, man, don't go any further than, than, than of course, uh, Southern Tire. Uh, wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing is available. Uh, so if you're looking for a new set of wheels, new set of tires, think Southern Tire. And, of course, you've got the Piazza family standing behind their work, uh, again, since uh, 1972. Uh, that's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558, or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where maybe you can troubleshoot what's going on with the vehicle before you bring it on over to Southern Tire. You can trust Southern Tire, that's Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You're listening to the William Grant family, the Stimulus Friday Extravaganza, Eric Asher with you until 6. Uh, coming up next, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick.com. Stick around. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? Here's a hint. Father's Day gift ideas for $20 and under, like his favorite bath and body essentials, three-piece slipper sets, and comfiest sleepwear sets. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price on trend arriving daily. Delays are solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Veterans. Also be mindful of delays heavy 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. Also, in the meantime, delays are going to be st- solid if you're traveling eastbound along the, the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. And look out for accidents. Airline at Hollanday Street, also Carondelet at Common, also South Claiborne at Mistletoe, and St. Claude at Montague. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get ready for summer vacation now at O'Reilly Auto Parts with up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power, performance, and reliability your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are made to deliver long life and consistent starts. Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You want eight of the flutes and onyx. Shira's hand-blown glassware blows right off her store's shelves. She needs an inventory manager to help keep her stock on lock. These are 100% porcelain. Those aren't. Hey, can someone check the temp on the kiln? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, Serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes, Dave Mead Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. 
Napa know-how. At Napa, when you take care of your ride, we take care of you. That's why a $25 digital gift card can be yours when you buy 10 quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Motor Oil products at Napa Auto Parts. That's a reward for rewarding your ride and a way to treat yourself after treating your motor. So give your ride the premium motor oil it deserves and get rewarded in return. Napa know-how. Offer ends 10-31-22. Void prohibited. Terms apply. For complete details, visit Pennzoil.com rewards. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. That's their business. That's right. Looking for a generator for your home or your business? Call my friends at Burkhardt. Jason Burkhardt will come out. Sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for for a generator, power up your home when the electricity goes out, power plant when the electricity goes out. And boy, that can happen anytime uh, down here in New Orleans, that's for sure. Uh, after you guys come to an agreement, single day install. They have a single day install for you. Uh, you can finance it over time with low monthly notes. Remember the new install quality check is something they do for everything that they install for. It's part of their customer service pledge. And then, of course, the service after the sale, which is impeccable. 24-7, 365 emergency service on that generator. When it's safe for the crew to come out to get your generator up and running uh, after a storm, they're there for you. Again, also, uh, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. So there is no excuse on why they're not going to get you up. They'll get you up and running. It's Burkhart. When it comes to generator sales and service, they are the experts. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Henrik's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vodka. Uh, also, again, don't forget about Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Grand Splendid Scotts Whiskey, uh, also the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, as well as Monkey Shoulder. These are all award-winning scotches. And then, of course, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. How about a fistful of bourbon whiskey or Hudson bourbon whiskey? That's part of the bourbon portfolio. And, of course, Sailor Jerry Rum and Florida kind of Nicaraguan Rum, uh, part of the uh, rum portfolio, all part of of, again, the portfolio of William Grant Spirits, fifth-generation uh, Scottish family distiller and an independent family still since 1887. All right, thanks to Renee Nato for joining us on the program from CrestCitySports.com. Uh, now Glenn Gilbo joins us on his weekly visit from Outkick.com. Glenn, how are you, bud? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? Happy, happy hour Friday. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Almost there in the stretch run, my friend, in the stretch run. Glenn, you had a chance to go to Saints camp uh, and check out the uh, the Saints, and you've covered the Saints for a long time now. Uh, just I'm trying to get the, 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 the uh, reporters that were there. First of all, the, the vibe. Anything different, the feel between when Peyton was, was, was on the sidelines as opposed to Dennis Allen? You know, I, I didn't really notice anything. I did hear some people saying it seemed a little more uh, relaxed, but um, I don't know about that. Um, I, I think it was like uh, a lot of mini camps. Um, I think 
you know, w- one good thing, you know, just about everybody was there. Even, even Michael Thomas was there. He didn't, he didn't uh, practice, but he was there, um, you know, and Alvin Kamara was there and, and practiced. Uh, Jameis didn't do 11 on 11, but he did seven on seven and he didn't do a lot, but he, he looked pretty good. Looked like he was, you know, bending the knee and, and moving on it and planting on it pretty good. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought uh, Chris Olav, the receiver, and Jarvis Landry, I mean, I, I thought the receivers looked, looked good. But, again, it's a mini camp. With that said, if you as you look at this roster as they get ready to go into camp in, what, five weeks or so, is there a position where you feel they need a little bit of an upgrade? Maybe, again, a player that can come in that could be a, a, maybe a veteran backup or maybe, again, uh, somebody that they, they need to maybe upgrade the, the, the starting position. Uh, as, as you, again, watch this team uh, at minicamp, did, did anything stick out to you? Well, I think you can always use another offensive lineman. Um, and I think you can always use another uh, defensive back. Um, and, you know, the Saints have some new faces in the, in the secondary. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Teran Matthew is definitely proven. But, um, you know, I, I think those two spots, you can always have some, some uh, depth or improvement. I, you know, I really like the defensive line as it is. I mean, they look, they look pretty good. Uh, and, I mean, on, you know, that's what Cameron Jordan was telling us on uh, Thursday, yesterday. You know, they look good on paper. I mean, they, they look really good on paper. I mean, you know, if you have Jameis Winston come back healthy, uh, Michael Thomas come back healthy, you throw in – Chris Olav, the great wide receiver from Ohio State, and Jarvis Landry, and Alvin Kamara back, uh, you know, if he's not suspended or anything. I mean, that that is quite a lineup. And, and I mean, the, you know, the defense was, was really good last year. It looks like it'll be as good or better. So, they, uh, they you know, just really with just Thomas and Jameis back, I mean, that's a tremendous improvement right yep. there. Yep. Uh, what did you think about the release of the black helmets? Do you, do you like them? I mean, I know you remember back in '69 when they when they played them for the one game against the Chargers. It's a little different design, but do you like the black helmets? Oh, I've always thought they were cool. I, I remember a uh, rumor several years ago that they might wear them for a game, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And are you are you pretty sure on that? They only they only used them in a preseason. Yeah, game? it was only one time. Yeah, only one time was the Charger game back in '69. It was a preseason game. And they did it without permission from the NFL. And if you remember, Roselle came down on them. I think they fined the Saints, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they were never allowed to use those those uh, those again. They did it one preseason game. That was it. Was that at San Diego or at Tulane Stadium? And that was at Tulane Stadium, I think, yeah. Okay. Well, I was probably at the game. Um, yep. But uh, that's a silly thing to, to, to find a team for, you know, the, the color of their helmet. Uh, that's kind of strange, especially in a preseason game. <laughs> Like yeah, but I mean, you know, the, back. I mean, again, even back, even now, the NFL again, they guard everything, you know. And then back then, they, yeah. I mean, there really were no That's uniform changes, right? I mean, you know, you had your your, your uniforms, and that was it. Yeah, and then they let Sean Watson play. Um, <laughs> but uh, of all the things they they do guard, uh, but you know, you know, I, I still the, the Saints need to get back to the bigger Florida to lead. You know, even That's what, nine, Mike and I were like talking that. about that earlier. Mike Vazan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's the classic. Saints helmet, uh, you know the Florida Lee's just a little too small on the on yep. the helmets, and 
in recent years. But it is amazing how many people were interested in that in that story. Uh, and just, yeah. just tweeted out a picture of the helmet, and pe- people are, you know, really really love their their uniform, especially if it's a uniform or hell or helmet or color scheme that doesn't change every other year mm-hmm. like a lot of these teams do. You know, the Saints yes. have always kind of kept basically the same kind of uniform and and colors. But, uh, you know, it, it's just part of the lore of the franchise in New Orleans. No, I would agree. Um, you, you you covered the uh, the SEC tournament. Uh, um, I did want to ask you about the about the College World Series, Arkansas, Auburn, A and M, Ole Miss out of the SEC, future SEC uh, teams, Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Stanford round out the, uh, uh, the, the, the 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 those teams are participating in the tournament. Who do you like and why? Well, I, I think Ole Miss has a good chance particularly their top two pitchers, Dylan DeLuccia and, and Hunter Elliott, have really come into their own late in the season and and uh, just dominated uh, Southern Miss and Hattiesburg last weekend. And that, that's that's just really a hot team. Um, you know, I, I think they could do something. Um, you know, Texas A&M came in really hot. They just got beat uh, by Oklahoma. Um, but uh, I, I think Notre Dame – could be very good the way they beat Tennessee. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing. You got not only four teams from the SEC, but four teams from the West. And um, you know, Arkansas—they were kind of like Ole Miss. You know, they kind of kind of struggled throughout the regular season, not as much as Ole Miss did, and and then uh, you know just turned it on at the end. That's that's all you need sometimes. But um, the uh, really impressed with the way Ole Miss plays the game. I mean, they. They've rarely committed any errors in this in this streak they've had, and they—I mean—you don't see many shutouts back to back in NCAA postseason play. And they—they they beat Southern Miss last week, ten nothing and five nothing. What were your thoughts on on the, on the story that that keeps coming up about Sean Payton? Uh, possibly going to becoming the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, four years, a hundred million dollars, and then of course uh, Tom Brady, uh, staying in retirement, becoming a, a minority owner of, of of the Dolphins, then of course uh, the Dolphins and 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 uh, Tampa having to work out a deal uh, so that he could go there and play, uh, and it would be Peyton and, and and him in Miami, and then now we have Jerry Jones coming out today saying again that. Uh, uh, and, and this has got to be tongue-in-cheek on his part, you know, that, again, there's really no interest in Sean Payton in coaching the, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he's saying he's not going to be part of the uh, of, of a conversation piece for, for the Cowboys coaching job. <laughs> I hope he went and saw a priest after that one. But just your <laughs> thoughts of, of all this stuff kind of swirling around Sean Payton right now. Well, you know, our NFL writer at OutKick, Armando Seguero, he, he wrote that back in uh, February that about the offer – uh, and the possibility that, uh, and he was the only one writing it at the time that, that the dolphins were interested in, in, in Sean Payton. Um, you know, so, I, so I think that was definitely on the table, but Sean's, um, you know, probably just not ready to get back into it quite yet. But I, you know, I think he will. Well, remember soon. the saints, the saints denied permission for them to talk to him as well. The dolphins right. wanted to talk to Sean Payton and, and the saints denied permission. So I mean that, that was that was nice at that point. Yeah, I mean, what right do they have to deny permission after he had already retired? Well, he's I mean, still under contract for the next couple of years, though. 
Yeah, and that's know, why if still, he goes to any other NFL team, that they're going to have to compensate the Saints because yeah, he's still under contract. High. Even though, again, he's not, he's not, um, he's not coaching. I understand that. That's if he gets hired, you you, you lose draft yes. choices. The team that hires, True. but but they just wanted to talk to him. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's right. That that you can't even talk to him. It's different when, once you get the job or accept the mm-hmm. job. So but, you think it was wrong for the Saints to for, for Mickey Loomis to say, "No way, you're not talking to my coach." I think it's wrong that he's able to do that. I I can understand right. him doing that because it's legal. But I don't think yeah, that's it's a, yes, within that the rules. Rule should not be that that rule should not be huh, in there. Interesting. They, they they should be able to talk, but I mean, if I'm Mickey Loomis, yeah, I'm I'm going to try to do that because, but I still, you know, but if but if they would have hired him, um, and talked to him, then they would have got the draft choice. Whereas, if uh, you know, if Sean gets the job after his contract expires, they they get nothing. So they get nothing. So why right. would, So in a way, why wouldn't you want him to talk to him and take a job so you get something for him instead of nothing after mm-hmm. a couple of years? Well, again, in, in, in the Pro Football Talk article, article this past week, uh, they, you know, again, the, the author of the article made, made a point to say that they don't think this is over. They, they believe that this is Brady's last year in, in, in Tampa, or that he's under contract, and that they, we may see Brady and, 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 and Peyton in, in another NFL city. Uh, you know, my, my deal is, if that's going to happen, and look, there's not much you can do to stop it. All I know is, if I'm Mickey Loomis, I am holding out for as much draft capital or players uh, that I can, okay, that I can get. I'm not, I'm not giving up uh, Sean Payton for just one number one pick. I'm trying to get a Gruden deal. Okay, but I still don't understand why he wouldn't want them to talk because it could happen now that Sean doesn't get an NFL job until or take an NFL job until after his contract expires, then the Saints don't get anything. So it would have been better for the Saints if Sean would have taken a job this year because they'd have got the compensation now and made their team better. So I don't see yeah, but they still got a couple more years with, for that. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of a shock, uh, honestly, at, at Saints camp when he decided to, to walk away. And, uh, and, and maybe, again, maybe that was their way of saying, no way, you're not, you're not, you're not, you know, you're going to have to sit out a year. They were still trying to get him to come back, maybe? Why didn't oh, yeah. I'm, uh, look, I, well, were you shocked? I mean, I was. I mean, I heard rumblings yeah. about stuff, again, family stuff, again, that, you know, and I'll just, you know, that, that maybe his wife wasn't feeling safe in New Orleans. I had heard all those kind of rumors around the city, but I never once thought he was going to step to, the, to that podium and walk away this year. I mean, I just no, didn't. I, I, didn't I, mean, I, that, I didn't either. But, but, but it, was a while, it, was, uh, it was a while after that that, that the Dolphins were denied permission to mm-hmm. talk to him. I think that was uh, after the shock had worn off. So, but, again, uh, look, so, and I'm, I'm speculating here. Maybe something was going on behind the scenes. In any case, yeah. I mean, look, it's something I talked about, uh, you know, months ago when all this went down about we still have not heard from Mickey Loomis about his thoughts about the tenure of Sean Payton. I mean, you, you, I mean, you at, the, at the original press conference that was asked, and, and he said he just he couldn't find the words. He was asked again at the Senior Bowl and couldn't find the words. And still to this day, he's never talked about the tenure uh, of Sean Payton. I don't know if that, that means there's something going on behind the scenes where they're not happy the way this thing, this thing, this thing ended or not. But uh, I think it was a shock to the fan base, and, and I'm, I'm guessing it was kind of a shock to, um, uh, to the organization. Because from what we understand, um, both – uh, Gail Benson, Mickey Loomis, uh, all all of them trying to talk him out of it, uh, and, yeah. and and basically yeah. again he wanted to move on. Well, um, Gail did. Gail Benson 
told him, you know, why don't you take a month and, and think about it? You know, Think so about it, right. Was, you yeah, can't do that in football, she though. Was hoping, she was hoping that, that maybe he would, you know, think about it for a while, get some time off, and, and come back. Now, Mickey did talk about Sean a little bit uh, complimentary on his pre-draft press conference. Um, not at length, but he did talk not about it a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and, and there was several weeks before the Saints did name Dennis Allen the head coach, and there was some time where they were talking to other coaches. So maybe at that point. But but they had you know, to because of the Rooney rule. Uh, no, the, there's no I'm other way. They, is, they had to be able to interview minority coaches, and if they would have come out and said De- Dennis Allen from day one, they would have been in hot water with the NFL, whether they wanted him right, or not. But, I think, but what I'm saying is over that time span, they may have been trying to get Sean back or yes. hoping he would come back and change Maybe come mind, back. You know, that, yeah, that happens a lot. Coaches, you know, coaches mm-hmm. change their mind and so forth. But right. uh, yeah, um, you know, I, I think that Saints, you know, if, if if you're a Saints fan or you work with the Saints, you you, you hope that Sean t- takes a job before his contract expires. Yeah, can get that draft choice because I mean that's as long as it's not in the division or, or in the NFC. I mean, look, they can block that. They still have the yeah. right to block yeah. that. Right, right. It'll be interesting to see how it is. I'm just so, I'm very surprised he walked away like he did now. Okay, uh, a team that that had, that had a lot of injuries last year that struggled, uh, that that still is again. You look at it, still is a Super Bowl contender, uh, but again, the, the quarterback situation still kind of uh, up in the air. And you know, I think I, I really think he's going to be that coach next year. I don't think it's going to be that long of a hiatus. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I can understand after, you know, I had a chance to look at it, I can see why he he may just want a break for a year or so. You know, he did just get married last summer, and, and this was sure. a, a, a tough year, and it has a, a residual effect. You know, maybe he just he just felt, uh, you know, I need to take a year now. And, and he knew he knew if he if he quit, he knew he was going to get some interest. He's still young enough where oh. – yeah, where he's going to get interest. He's got a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's got interest in doing TV. You know, so mm-hmm. he's he's in a pretty good spot. I, I think he made a good decision. Well, hopefully, again, Dennis Allen will be able to uh, to pick up where he left off and put his own stamp on the team. But and we'll see continued winning going forward. I mean, I, I personally think that they're a contender for the Super Bowl if they are healthy. We'll see how that plays out. Glenn, I got about two minutes left. Why don't you tell us about what you got coming up for us at Outkick and how folks can follow you on social media? Well, um, I have a, a story up uh, from this morning on on Jameis Winston and and how his uh, mini camp went. Um, and uh, I'm going to have a uh, 25 year anniversary feature on the '97 LSU champions, who are a very cocky team. Yeah, too, not quite as obviously cocky as the Tennessee team, but the difference mm-hmm. is, you know, this team and LSU team won <laughs> and they actually right. made it to Omaha, unlike the Tennessee team. But that was a pretty, uh, that was a pretty cocky team too, but you know, they didn't pretty classless too. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, I would, I would say Tennessee was kind of classless. I wouldn't say LSU yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Classless. Yeah. Yeah. In 97, but they were, uh, mm-hmm. they were uh, alpha males. <laughs> no yeah. question about it. Uh, Brandon Larson and those guys, uh, mm-hmm. Fun, fun interviews with bringing back some great memories. Part, yeah. So that people should enjoy that tomorrow morning. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to it as always. Uh, at LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter, my friend. Thanks so much for the time. Have a fantastic weekend. Okay, thank you.
That's Glenn Gilbo, uh, outkick.com. All right, uh, don't forget, again, about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, in the market for a new system. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. They are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then, of course, you got, again, the, uh, the Nate certified technicians that stand behind their work, doing only the work that's necessary when it comes to repairs. Uh, again, the latest equipment when it comes to measuring your home and then treating your home or your business like their home or business when they come in to install a new system. Burkhart, they're the experts when it comes to air conditioning and, and heating systems. Why not give them a call? You're looking for an, a new system? Don't sign that contract until you have my friends at Burkhart come out. That's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family still this Friday extravaganza. How about this lineup? Hendrix Gin, Malago Tequila, Ray Cavaca, Hottest Spirits on the Market. All-star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Glenda Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder uh, 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 Single Malt Scotch, and, of course, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, Sailor Jerry Rum, and Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Reach for a William Grant product when you go to your spirit, favorite spirit store this weekend. Going out to grab dinner or drinks, think William Grant. Independent family still since 1887. We'll be right back. Thanks, everyone, for baking your way here on this toasty morning. Are you all ready to jam? Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything Bagel will be discussing. Profit margins are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton, for the stay. This week at Macy's, give love, give style with an extra 25% off gifts for Father's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. Or shop specials like 25% off designer underwear, undershirts, and socks, polos from Club Room, Alfani, and more, $14.99 to $24, and a rugged Esquire bracelet for $24.99 with a qualifying purchase. Going on now at Macy's. Shop on the Macy's app to score deals, track savings, and mark your faves. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SALE. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213581. 
Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SALE. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. I want to thank Mike Vassan, also Renee Nato, and also Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Uh, Rudy back in studio producing. Our, our podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Don't forget, uh, Jordy Collada joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. It's already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Astro on Twitter, Eric Astro on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Special thanks again to our friends at William Grant, independent family still since 1887. Get out there and enjoy a, a bottle of, of, a, of, again, a great spirit from William Grant. And again, drink responsibly. Also, Thanks so much to, again, all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our show. Thank you for supporting those sponsors, and thanks to those sponsors for supporting our program. Uh, as always, New Orleans, thanks so much for listening. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, have a fantastic weekend. We'll do it all over again on Monday, straight up 4 o'clock. Uh, coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. Les East, award-winning journalist for CrestedSports.com, will be his guest. It's been a blast. See you Monday, straight up 4. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the man. They all got to go. <laughs>